and welcome back to Glitter Budget with your hosts, Anjanette and Jess. And in today's episode, we're continuing Robin Williams movies with Hook. 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 So yes, this movie, love it so much. My obsession with Peter Pan knows no bounds. And uh, yeah. It was directed by Steven Spielberg. Yes, it was. Sorry, I have the full cast right here. Sorry. It's okay. My bad, my bad, my bad. So, again, like she said, directed by Steven Spielberg. Uh, The book is based off the book by uh, J.M. Barry, Peter Pan. The play was also written by J.M. Barry. Um, The screen story was written by James V. Hart and Nick Castle. And then the screen play, also written by James V. Hart. But uh, Mala, Mala, Scotch Marmo. Wow, that's a hell of a name. Tis. Damn. Starring Dustin Hoffman as Captain Hook, Robin Williams as Peter Banning, Julia Roberts as Tinkerbell, Bob Hoskins as Smee, Maggie Smith, Dame Maggie Smith as Granny Wendy, Carolyn Goodall as Moira Banning, Charlie Corsmo, Jack, Jackie Banning, Amber Scott as Maggie Banning, um, and featuring Bill Collins. As well as Gwyneth as Paltrow. Inspector Good. Gwyneth Paltrow, a young Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, Glenn Close <laughs> made a very special <laughs> cameo as uh, Gutless, the boo box pirate. <laughs> no what? Oh, <laughs> uh, God. I mean, those uh, makeup and prosthetics they put on her was pretty fucking good because I had no idea. Yeah, I had to rewatch that scene and just like, really really inspect it and i was like yeah those do kind of look like glenn close's features yeah like her her eyes and her nose but the um the beard and her the accent that she gave him it was it was pretty good i you definitely fooled me like if i hadn't read that i would not have known i didn't see anywhere like reading over some of the trivia and then just you know over the years um how the fuck that happened like she like her and Steven Spielberg just chilling one day, having a beer, and he was like, "Hey, doing this mo- bo- book movie, book book I don't know, doing this movie uh, about the Peter litter Man. budget." <laughs> Sorry, it's been a rough start. It has. Uh, anyways, I just I don't know. I want to know. Did she approach Steven Spielberg and was like, "Hey, I want to do like a really well I, sneaky I just, cameo." I feel like it was the same thing with Phil Collins. Yeah. And George Lucas and um, Carrie Fisher, the couple that has pixie dust like sprinkled over them, and they they start like lifting into the air and they're dancing. That's George Lucas and Carrie Fisher. Yeah, but you would have no fucking clue because they're no work. Like it's just a silhouette of two people. Yeah. So you would. There's no way that you would be able to tell it was them. But I guess um, Tinkerbell's character was kind of based around Carrie Fisher, and she had actually had some um, like unofficial writing credits for some of her lines mm-hmm. so i could kind of like hey while you're there like why don't we just do this thing but well. yeah speaking of tinkerbell <laughs> julia roberts was um hell on earth to work with apparently she had a rough time in this year this movie actually sorry was uh it came out in 1991 so early 90s um i guess julia roberts was having a, a bit of a rough time she was engaged to Kiefer Sutherland, i think at yeah. the time yep uh, and that engagement got broken off, and she fled to France, Ireland, Ireland. So yeah, where did I get? France I don't know. From? I'm like, she fled to Ireland, 
and had a bit of a meltdown and Spielberg had to call her up and be like, get the fuck back here right now. I swear to God, you won't be in this goddamn movie. I guess she just like didn't want to deal with the paparazzi and everything. So I mean, what better place to go than than, than Ireland? Ireland. <laughs> but, but I guess she was like awful, like awful on set too. So they called her Tinker Hell. Yeah. And I guess she said that it was because her, quote, working conditions were like she would do a lot of stuff alone because she had to be, she had to play a little fucking pixie. So she was on set alone a lot and just in front of green screen and stuff. And she actually had a specific assistant that would be there to clean her feet. That was ridiculous. Like, apparently you can't clean your own feet. Apparently not when you're a star. I don't fucking know, man. I don't care how much money you offer. I mean, one, I hate feet. But two, just like the degrading, like, hey, you're here to just clean this bitch's feet. Like, fuck you. Clean your own goddamn feet. Yeah, I would not. I would definitely have a, an issue with that. I would, if you, depending on, I would think, the movie, too, like being a PA, probably just you already feel like trash because you're just doing everyone's like, bidding. Yeah. But then, work. especially at that point, I'd be like, are you, what? I would, no. I'd be like, fuck you. I would definitely like be doing some weird shit to her feet or something because, I don't know. That's not, I just, it's not acceptable to me. No. <laughs> uh, but in like this movie has for a long time held a very, very special place in my heart because I do love I love the story of Peter Pan in general, and then my love of Robin Williams, and then you put the two of them together, and Robin, like Robin Williams plays a grown-up Peter Pan, and this this concept came about um, the James Hart, who wrote, helped write the screenplay and everything. Like his son came up with, uh, he asked his dad, like, "Hey, so what what would happen if Peter Pan grew up?" And he was like, <gasps> and then. This Brilliant. movie came about, and I guess it was in, like, pre-production in, like, the 80s. 86, I think, was when it started. And, like, Dustin Hoffman was already kind of, like, set to play Hook. And he was so immersed in it that he came to the set before he was supposed to be there, like, two weeks or months, whatever. Like, a really long time before shooting <laughs> was going to start just to get immersed in the role of Captain Hook. Well, it shows. Yeah. It was definitely like, oh my god, it just it's just perfect. Bob Hoskins as uh, me. I guess I guess at one point when they were rehearsing going over lines together stuff like that, they were, you know, cuz their relationship together is so close. They were just like, we're just two queens. Yeah, we are together. Yeah. <laughs> and they pitched it to Spielberg and it's like this is a children's movie and they're like I guess they're just really close friends. Yeah. They dote on one another. Mostly it's just me doting on Hook, but... Well, I don't even, like, the whole scene where the Hook has just had it and he's going to, kill, like, kill himself for the umpteenth time. Yeah. And Smee's just like, okay, Don't right. try to stop me, Smee. <laughs> don't try to stop me, Smee. Smee, try to stop me. It's me. <laughs> I'm not joking. This is serious. Don't scare me like that. <laughs> Like, you can just tell that they seem to have a lot of fun on set, except for Julia Roberts. Um, but they, there was, a, I guess, a big scene that involved a whole bunch of the pirates, like 300-some extras. And that scene was very grueling to shoot, and it was cut. So Bob Hoskins <laughs> bought all of the extras beer 
to be like as a consolation prize like hey we went through shit for this scene and um they cut it so here you go <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that i'd be fucking pissed and he would go around saying like hello is it me you're looking for <laughs> oh i love puns especially <laughs> that that would have tickled me especially hearing it from bob hoskins yeah. i miss bob hoskins yeah is he passed a couple months after Robin Williams did? Yeah. Yes, um, like Steven Spielberg and Robin Williams became like really, really, really close and really good friends. So I guess after he had passed, he tried to watch the movie again and just couldn't couldn't make it through it. Just yeah, for it hours just sobbing. sobbing. I can I can imagine that. Speaking of Robin Williams though, um he is a notori- notoriously furry man. <laughs> they had to <laughs> shave his Hands, arms, and torso for this role. Because <laughs> uh, I, I just, if you can just notice in any Robin Williams movies, he's just furry. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you've ever seen um, Robin Williams live on Broadway. Yes. Yes. An excellent, excellent uh, stand-up routine. If you have not watched it, just go and do it. He's got a whole thing on eating pussy. <laughs> That, like, when I saw it, I was like, oh, Robin Williams! Because <laughs> I saw it, like, I don't even know when the fuck that came out, but I was young-ish. Young enough where it's, like... You're, like, your, chi- your childhood, like, in a person is, like, very, pretty graphic. One of the first, quote, graphic stand-up comedic routines that I had seen about eating pussy. And I'm like... <gasps> Have you seen uh, Bob Saget stand-up? No, I no. Oh, I've heard things. Yeah, it's it's rough. I've heard yeah. things, and I was like, that was, the, but that was America's Funniest Home Videos guy. He seemed so, so wholesome. Yeah. You know, that's <laughs> the Full House guy. He yeah, seemed no. so, and he is a dirty, dirty man. Oh no, no, he did have the. What was the one famous joke? It was about the um, royalty or something like that. The um. Ah, fuck it. My memory is shit. I need to start writing everything down. Yeah. I need to hire a full-time scribe. Just <laughs> write shit down as I say it. Better be somebody you really trust. Yeah, they could sell all my secrets. <laughs> I couldn't even say it with a straight face. Sell all my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who am I kidding? Anyway, we're getting a little off track. A little off tropic? Tropic thunder. Yes, off topic. And off track. Yes. Put into one is Tropic. Sure. Tropic? <laughs> I don't know. I remember the watching this, um, watching this as a kid, especially like with all of our friends and stuff like that. And just, I mean, obviously like loving Neverland, but we would always debate on who would be what mermaid, like which mermaid. And none of oh us wanted God. to be the green one. Why? I don't, because I guess as a kid, like, green's icky. Like, the color green was just, like, it was gross. Wow. So, I mean, obviously, like, everybody wanted to be the red mermaid because she looked like Ariel. Yeah. And then I guess you were second best if you were the blue one. But God forbid if you happened to be the green one. I would have fallen on that grenade. <laughs> like, I will be the green one. The one that gives him the last final life-giving breath. But those, like, those were pretty cool mermaid oh, outfits. Oh, yeah. They did but a good job with that. In the book and the play, 
the mermaids are evil. Because <laughs> mermaids are evil. Like, yeah. like Peter Pan had to warn Wendy, don't get no, don't fuck with the no, don't get don't don't get close to the water. Yeah, I mean, mermaids are supposed they're sirens are supposed to lure you in and then pull hold you under. Like, yep. they're not nice magical creatures. It's not how they paint them to be in uh, this movie and in what is it, Fantasia? Are there mermaids in Fantasia? It's either. I don't think there are mermaids in Fantasia. Then they have the centaurs. They have they have centaurs. But they had the there's like mermaids in there too, like all these mythical creatures, like with the Pegasus. I don't remember seeing mermaids. I could be wrong, but I don't remember seeing mermaids. There were dancing hippos, dancing mushrooms, centaurs. I thought that the mermaids were in that same one with the centaurs. We'll have to look it up. Yeah, we're gonna have to get back on topic. God, I don't. But yeah, so always argued over, you know which mermaid we were going to be and then just that the food oh the food fight. Yeah. oh my god that actually did kind of look kind of good though it looked really good yeah Kidding? yeah um i was mm-hmm. i <laughs> when i watched it as i was younger i thought that they had a lot more time to get peter in shape than three days yeah and three days for him to lose all that weight that he did right and i was like that's that's ridiculous. But if you, not even not even if you don't eat for those three days, would you lose that? But he had the never food, so I don't know. I don't know. It was uh, it was it was weird. I don't. Know. I think so. Like still watching it now, though, even as an adult, like it's still one again one of those movies, kind of like The Grinch, that just warms my heart every time I see it. And I, this last time watching it, I teared up several times. Same for like random random ass moments. Um, like in the beginning when Toodles is like, have to fly, yeah, have to fight, yeah, uh, have to crow, have to find Maggie, have to find Jack. Hulk is back. I'm like, yes, he is. No, when when he finally became Peter Pan. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Are you okay, little bug? <laughs> Which is also a similar to a line that he said in Ferngully yep. with Batty. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that that whole scene. And then when Rufio comes down with with his sword, getting Terry just thinking about it right now. Yeah. Uh, oh, and the little kid is like, "There you are, Peter." Yep. Oh. <sighs> Toodles with um, I've lost my marbles. Uh, when he actually <laughs> though realized that like it's like oh I guess he he, he really, really did lose, lose his marbles. <laughs> like, but at the end though too, like when he gets them back and he flies back to Neverland. <gasps> Oh, God. And he's like, I missed the adventure again, haven't I? I'm like, no, you haven't, Toodles. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just, these are his happy thoughts. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. No, it just, I don't, it does. It warms my heart. And I think it always reminds me to always be young and always be a kid and always have, have fun and make sure you laugh and be silly and. You know, I feel like as long as you can hold on to that, you never really grow up. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. Yeah, it was... Um, yeah. That's one of the reasons I love Peter Pan, though, is just, like, that idea of... Like, the whole reason that... uh 
Peter Peter ran away from home was because he didn't want to grow up. He didn't want to like have his life plotted out for him, like how his mom was doing. Somehow managed and to do as an infant in a stroller. I yeah, like, I don't what? know. I don't know. But then him going back because he did miss his mom. He went back and visited his mom, and they had already uh, moved on to having another kid. And which, not that this, not to say that they had forgotten about Peter, but obviously that's how he took it. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think that, but I think it was it was cute though that love is what brought him back to stay. Mm-hmm. You know, falling falling in love and really kind of falling in love twice. I mean, he I'm sure had a very like strong love and affinity for um why for Wendy. I, yeah, for Wendy, and then coming back for Moira. Moira, more help me, Moira. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know why you do things with me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, that was funny. Sorry. Um, But yeah, like, kind of like how um, Dame Maggie Smith was, like, as Granny Wendy was saying, like, I thought that you were going to show up to the wedding on my wedding day and, like, stop at the whole thing. Yeah. Um, Because if, like, in, in the book and in the play, he is very protective of her and he does pretty much like her that way, but it wasn't to the point where he would leave Neverland for her. Right. Um, and in the book is a little bit darker though, too, or at least I... different interpretations of the, like there have been other people that have written almost like published fan fiction. Yeah. About it where, um, Peter would kill any of the lost boys that wanted to go home. So fucked up. <laughs> it is fucked up. But Peter also drew them to Neverland. It's fucked up too. Yep. But like, mine all be Tinkerbell's fault too. Yeah, I was gonna say she was kind of there at random when putting like a little leaf over baby Peter's head. Mm-hmm. Take him back. So she might be the one who actually pushed the stroller. <gasps> Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you really like, if you really want to be one of those crazy people kind of like me that wants to really delve into it and how kind of just in general it is kind of fucked up story um but i don't want to do that <clears throat> i just want to imagine it how like all nice and oh neverland all you know pirates and lost boys and all that kind of stuff it's just nice and cutesy yeah well that ain't real life and that ain't the real Neverland. No. It's funny. It was like we were rewatching it the other night, and Will's just like, "There are no, there are no women in Neverland." I'm like, "Yeah, there are. There are hookers." <laughs> yeah, but they also in the play, um, I think Wendy remarks that there are no girls as like they're only boys, and that's why they're called the Lost Boys. And it's like girls are too smart to like they're too smart to run away from home. <laughs> Uh, some, like something along those lines. I don't remember the exact quote, but that's pretty much what Peter says. It's like, girls are too smart for that. <laughs> girls are too smart for uh, being lured into. Yeah. And in the, in the book and the play, Wendy kind of like acts like their mother. And that's kind of why um, she didn't, that's why she wanted to escape because she was getting a lot of responsibility when she was home with like um, Michael and John and everything. And then they, they're taken away to Neverland 
while she's there because she realizes none of these kids have a mother and they all kind of need a mother figure she ends up being that and then it gets to the point where she's just like i miss my mom yeah i need to go home and uh then that's how wendy goes back home and then eventually becomes granny wendy oh when he uh when he comes back from Neverland at the very end, and she again goes at the top of the steps and's like, "Hello, boy." It's like, <laughs> yeah, because she'd know, like, I mean, obviously, like she's known the whole time, even though Peter forgot, you know. So mm-hmm. the difference between how she says in the beginning of the movie and when he's just, you know, super irritable and trying to like get this deal to go through and has lost his innocence and what it means to be a child. Yeah. Oh, and she says, "Peter, you've become a pirate." Yeah, like. <gasps> God. And like he has no clue what the fuck she's talking about. Yeah. But to that and just the end of it or her saying the same thing, but it has a completely different feel and meaning to it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> You're gonna cry. <laughs> um, anyway. I um, love I love the plane scene though, them flying over to London. <laughs> oh, yeah. That the voice <laughs> of this is your captain speaking. It's Dustin Hoffman. I noticed that, that um, like rewatching it again when they were getting ready to go to the dinner and he closes the doors to the balcony and he and stands turns. like Peter Pan doesn't even notice mm-hmm. and like the hook for yeah there's just there's so many like layers of hints yeah and they have a lot of references there's the um the Jolly Roger and the bottle mm-hmm. um and they have um John and Michael's glasses and top hat and little teddy bear all kind of there and they actually take some lines from the book and play as well and i thought that was pretty cool like and there's always the they mention several people mention that like the main three main things that peter pan does is he flies he fights and he crows right and when peter actually cuts the coconut with the sword you can hear a crow like, uh, ah, yeah, ah, like in in the background, and you're like, so he's finally just about become Peter Pan. Like he didn't get his happy thought quite yet, but yeah, it it's all coming together. And I do love Rufio though too. Oh yeah, Rufio. Like oh. I, I kind of had a little bit of a crush on Rufio back in the day though too. Most most of us did. Yeah. Like, Will didn't understand it. He's just like, I don't get it. I was just like, I don't know. It was just, he was kind of cute. And he was just like, I don't understand. Like, you know, when I was in high school and stuff, like, girls run around either, like, yelling, bang around, or Rufio. And I was like, Ben and I did at the Ren Fair when we saw somebody dressed up. Yeah. And everybody responded appropriately. I was like, I think you're just behind the times. Yeah. You're just not cool. You're just lame, Will. <laughs> so. Meh. I guess, um, Bangarang is actually Jamaican slang. Yeah. I forget what exactly slang for, but it is Jamaican slang. I think it was something along the lines of like excitement and or um, fighting maybe. Like some, some something along those lines. Yeah. So ba- basically it was used appropriately. Yeah. Which I think is even cooler. Like, ha ha. <laughs> so in Jumanji we have Zulu. And yeah. here we have Jamaican slang. It's all encompassing. <laughs> but I think I, I had forgotten that Spielberg had done this movie and he always seems to do like bangerang movies. 
I don't know. I mean, I, I was going to suggest eventually we get to just Spielberg movies. I refuse to do E.T. Yeah, no, I've never seen E.T. because he scares the shit out of me. He's a off. That's, yeah. Not I would not, would not watch it as a kid. I think I watched the part where, like, they try to hide him in the closet. No. And I was like, this is terrifying. Like, why do people love this movie? And then a fucking tent? With, no, mm, not doing it. I refuse. So that's one Spielberg movie that I will not rewatch ever. I won't watch it, period. And I can't blame you because it's just fucking... He's he's creepy looking, and there are some people that have like this deep love for that movie. I'm like, I don't, I, know. I don't get it. I don't get it either. It's creepy. So at least that's one thing that we agree on. Yeah, no ET. Sorry, folks. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of you out there who love ET. Not um, over here. You're you're not gonna get our support. No. So, sorry, not sorry. But um, yeah, I think other doing other Spielberg movies would be good. He's like I said, he's got a, a lot of a lot of good ones. I think it's the only one that he's done with Robin Williams, though, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. But it was... It was a good one, though. Mm-hmm. They did a good job with it. It didn't do that great, though. It didn't get, like, the best reviews. Yeah, is this the one that had the 29% yeah. rating on Rotten Tomatoes? That's because, like, critics panned it when it had the worldwide worldwide release and it's like fuck you dude it's definitely aged well though oh yeah oh my god yeah i think even especially after um his passing because it's like one of the classics classic robin williams movies i like that but i think i mean robin williams for the most part has always played somebody that's just very lovable and very animated and kind of like a big kid so i think this was like made for him Mm -hmm. you know and it was kind of weird watching him as peter banning and just being overworked and kind of a dick to his kids and yeah that was um i don't know that part i was like oh no it was it's just hard to believe him i mean obviously i we don't know him we didn't know him personally or anything we didn't know him as like a dad but we never heard any of those kinds of stories no um about his personal life or anything like that but uh, especially yeah. like when he yells at his kids when he's like on the phone bitching about the was it the barn owl or the snow owl or whatever yeah, endangered the, you know, owl that was like ruining their deal. Yeah. <laughs> Can't it just mate somewhere else? <laughs> 50 mile mating? What? Yeah. I'm on the deal of my life. Oh, Lord. But I actually think it's, I think they did a really good job with Granny Wendy's makeup to oh, make her look yeah. old because I think uh maggie smith was only like in her 50s yep and she was supposed to be playing like someone in her 90s mm-hmm. and they did a really good job they pretty much made her look like she kind of does today yeah not wow. that she is in her 90s today but like yeah i think you could have good job up with there though yeah because that was in 91 if she was in her 50s and the 90s were <laughs> 80 years ago you know, they were... She's, like, in her 80s. Yeah. 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 I didn't want to say it was, like, 30 years ago, okay? I just didn't want... I didn't want to... It's almost. That's... No, wait, it's 2021. 1991. That's 30 yeah. years. Right? Yeah. Did I math that right? Yeah. What? <laughs> 30 years. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm 30... 
I'm turning. Mm-hmm. Well, let me 35 this year. All right, shut up. Oh, my heart. It's stopping because it's old. Wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> any Husel. So, um, any other tidbits about Hook that we want to say before we I don't think so. Going? If you guys haven't watched it, um, shame on you and you should watch it, like, right now. Yes. You can rent it on Amazon. I almost rent everything on fucking Amazon. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Except for French Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Because we're going to be doing um, 90s rom-coms in February. And I have French Kiss on DVD, but she was trying to watch it. And she's just like, I, you, it just says it's unavailable. Like, you cannot watch it in your area, meaning all of North America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I tried. Yeah, you did. You did. But uh, anyway, so Hook, you can rent on Amazon if you don't own it. And definitely recommend watching it because it's a good, I think it's a good continuation and a good what if for uh, a Peter Pan story. Because it is like, it's an interesting question. Like, what would happen if Peter Pan grew up? Yeah. And for him to turn into like almost the exact opposite of what he ever wanted to be. Yeah. You know. And I would also recommend just with the trying times that we have, rewatch some of your childhood favorites. Yes, bring back some of the warm fuzzies and the feel-goods. Just escape for a little bit because, holy fuck balls. It's rough out there, man. Yeah. So do whatever you can that doesn't hurt yourself or others <laughs> to feel good. <laughs> I mean, unless that's what you guys are into. Yeah, if, it's in, if that's what you're into and it's consensual, then, you know, so be it. Uh, except for the hurting yourself thing. Don't do that still. Yeah, no. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Anyways, all right. Next week. Right. Next week we shall be doing Mrs. Doubtfire. That's also this one's good. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So tune in next week for Mrs. Doubtfire. If you like our vibe, please like and subscribe, and we'll have all of our social media's linked in the description box down below. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.